0: You're so intense.
1: You're just looking at me like. Oh, oh I-, <laughs> I thought you were gonna ask me. <laughs> I
0: am. Um, when I say self care, what do you th- what do you think
1: of? Um. When I think of self care, I think of just caring about myself, like. Makes sense. Treating myself the way I would treat a partner or a friend, doing nice things for myself. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good.
0: Oh, hi. Welcome to 52 Self-Care Sundays. I'm your host, Bren, and tonight I am exploring a very cool topic that needs more discussion. Um, Pleasure with my dear friend, Megan. Um, We're in my cool basement. I'm taking refuge from my baby, so I'm having a glass of wine and it feels like a night out. So let's, let's get talking about pleasure. to my basement oh you've been here for a couple no a day and a half now I live here now yeah move in it's fun It was very convenient I'm like coming down and then there's already bubbles so Mm -hmm. that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) um I'm here with my sweet friend Megan that I've been like dying to hang out with and it's very (laughs) exciting she's here and I'm all giddy and excited to do this podcast with you yeah, we've been planning this a really long time. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I started, I'm like, hey, and then all the episodes will do. And then I realized that this um, really cool recording platform is great for in-person, but not my favorite for phone. So mm-hmm. this means you get to visit more and I can come see you. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, so today we are going to talk about um, something that I think people will kind of already have associations with, like the word Pleasure. And, you know, I think people will immediately jump to one sort of direction with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll talk about it in the context of pleasure as a form of self-care. And so to kind of kick us off and get us in the mood to talk about pleasure, (laughs) that was not planned. I I was rolling off my tongue. Um, We attended an event
1: last night. So do you want to give the folks a bit of an overview? Yeah. The event last night was at the Transac in Toronto, and it was um, the launch of a new collection from The Vault. Um, And this issue of written pieces and art submissions was called On Pleasure. So it was published by Without Pretend. These are all collectives of really amazing women in Toronto who are doing really cool things. Um, And they had a collection of speakers... Talking about the topic of pleasure, sometimes as self care and sometimes just Generally. as pleasure. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I think they were probably. I think I remember one of the speakers saying, "You know, when I was given the very broad topic of pleasure, to mm-hmm. um, so sort of direct how they were going to get into a top like to their talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they were given too many um, sort of guidelines on how to go forward with it. Mm-hmm. But was there anything like striking to you like after listening? Because there were ten speakers and one. Um, video poem which was cool I've never seen anything like that but yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I think I was surprised by how much of it ended up being about like sensual or sexual pleasure yeah um, not not necessarily in a negative way just like I to me pleasure is such a vague broad thing yeah um, and it, it made me start thinking about the difference between like pleasure and joy because I guess that's what I started to differentiate between when I was listening to the speakers. Yeah, um, and thinking about what I thought of when I first thought of pleasure was a lot of stuff that came up in childhood and things that I really enjoyed, and then that sort of got flipped, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm trying to describe joy <laughs> instead of pleasure. Yeah, but I think I, that was that was my
0: takeaway as well, is that I thought I thought I was walking into something that would have a, a broader spectrum in terms of what. Mm -hmm. what it could mean like to me if I think of little pleasures I think you know I want coffee in the morning that's nice and hot and I'm like have a bit of solitude or like sleeping in life's greatest little pleasure in Mm -hmm. some world I think I actually did google something along those lines once and it was like sleep came up as like people's it's like Mm -hmm. a big indulgence so yeah if I'm putting pleasure next to something like yeah joy indulgence and then um I think uh the the woman who, the creator of um, The Vault, um, she, I think her name's
1: Erin? Erin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, she, when she was reading the description of what they were trying to kind of get across and like the framework for what the the, spe- the speaking was going to be about, she did mention like ha- pleasure is defined in the dictionary as like a happy satisfaction and then something else. Or, mm. Like happily satisfied. And I'm like, that's kind of what I was picturing. So mm. like can be pleased by many things like oh with pleasure it's my pleasure Mm -hmm. and then they went straight straight into the bedroom or Mm -hmm. wherever that pleasure was taking place um and kind of lived there but I think now that I'm talking (laughs) um I do remember um sort of reading that they, they wanted to discuss why we hide from it and why pleasure is kind of like a seems like a a dirty word in that mm-hmm. way. So maybe that's kind of where people read that and were like, "Oh, okay, we're supposed to talk about the dirty kind of pleasure." Yeah. <laughs> so
1: Well, and in the actual publication, like one of the conversations that they put into writing at the beginning. Have you read through yet? No. Yeah. The there's a conversation between Kristen Zimmer and Margot Feldman. I hope I pronounced everyone's names properly. Um, and they, they touch on the idea of, like, one of them who lived with anorexia and bulimia and how that is also, like, it's always denial of pleasure. Like, it's the same thing yeah. when it comes to, to food and... It's control, right? So, so I think sometimes, and all of the people on the panel yesterday, or panel, like collection of yeah. people who spoke, um, were like, either women or non-binary, and Mm -hmm. I think that factors in, too, because I think we're often raised not to be indulgent, to be very, like, restrictive, And and it's seen as kind of, it's almost labeled as, like, cute if you're restricting yourself, like, dieting and and not i don't know
0: it's a, it's virtuous to kind of like keep your composure yeah. and keep yourself like moderation and all that kind of stuff i mean the opposite and like the sort of gluttony and going that way also mm-hmm. is yeah i guess it's mm-hmm. the fear of being perceived as gluttonous I don't Mm -hmm. know but I remember somebody again and I did not write any notes down which I was too absorbed in the actual evening yeah there you go no (laughs) pictures no video um but mentioning that you know as children we don't have any limits like you seek pleasure um you know you find joy in little things Mm -hmm. but you also are just like you don't know that like too much of a good thing doesn't exist when it comes Mm -hmm. to like having those moments so yeah it was uh it was it was interesting to kind of like walk into something kind of feeling maybe it would go that way. And then having it be like, boom, there was like a lot of interpretations. Um, and it was a lot of different comfort levels talking about sexuality and Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, do I allow myself to, um, to seek pleasure? And do I allow myself to kind of like, you know, acknowledge the types of things that I like mm-hmm. and enjoy versus, I mean, there were people there who were like, pleasure's my job so how do I keep some for myself when I'm giving it away mm-hmm. um, and that type of thing, so I don't know, it was like a very, I walked away kind of with
1: a lot, I, I guess it did exactly what I was supposed to do, it was very thought-provoking. It definitely was. I definitely walked away wondering like in the context of self-care um, if maybe part of it is just taking the time to learn what you do actually desire and whether that's bedroom speak or not, like, Mm
0: -hmm. um,
1: I think a lot of us are shut off from that side of ourselves and that maybe that's the self care thing in terms of, in terms of, if we're putting it into the context of how I define self care for myself, when I have a partner or even a friend, like I take the time to learn the things they like and you can put this into whatever context you want to put it in. Like I take the time to learn what makes them happy, what pleases them, and then I I prioritize those things, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if I do the same thing for myself. No, now that you're saying that, I'm like, I don't, I've never,
0: like, l- seriously the only thing I can think of right now is sleep and coffee, so that's pretty bad. <laughs> This, is, oh, this no. is new mom speak don't for know. sure. I do like, <laughs> I've really just whittled myself down to, like, basic life-sustaining. And, like, no. I don't get enough of either of those things. Mm-hmm. And, like, to kind of factor in pleasure in, like, the, the sort of more carnal sense and the more, like, connection. And even, you know, even if it's, like, not with a partner, I think, like, even we are sort of shamed to be put bluntly, like, to mm-hmm. be considered like, you know, you're not supposed to be in connection with it, like connect with yourself, no touching, no feeling yourself. Um, so it's very, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting way to look at it. I think self-care really gives a lot of, um, it opens a lot of topics that maybe before were Mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, that's, you know, you shouldn't be concerning yourself with that. But now, I mean, people are all about trying to figure out how to make themselves you know, a priority. And I think that this is a huge area. If you don't know what makes you happy or what feels good or what sort of brings you those, that little bit of pleasure every day, then, I mean, what's the point of self-care? Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. Otherwise you're just reading an article.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or you're like, oh, I got my hair done, but like it brings me no joy. Like it's so, I guess that's the underlying is like, well, what's, what's the purpose of all this self-care? And like, I think every week it kind of gets more and more Evident that when I started, like, I'm going to find out why people keep posting, and what is this buzzword? And, like, I know it's been around for a couple of years, people using it in a buzzwordy context, but, like, it blew up this year, and I'm like, what's, what is this all about? And it seemed very accessible on the surface, but now it's like, well, there's a lot of deep dives going on, and, like, what does this self need, and what does this self want? I, I don't know, got to yeah. talk to her about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah get to know her a little
0: but it's um it's a i don't know i guess in your in your experience like what if if you were to list like five things that bring you pleasure
1: in life what would it what would that list look like? It's changed so many times throughout my life, and i'm i mean it could change probably throughout the day, but I think like definitely. I don't even know what words to use for this because there's no like label. It's not as easy as sleep and coffee. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, I didn't mean <laughs> to. <that>. Oh, because <my. laughs> um, I was thinking about this earlier because I was kind of journaling like this morning after the event and just trying to connect to what it all what it brought up for me. Yeah. And I was like, since I've been a kid, there's been something, and I don't know what to call this, um, but I've always had this like really big joy in creating like a little fort with dim lighting and like writing (laughs) and since I was a kid like I used to move my dresser away from the wall so it would be like three feet of space and then drape towels over it so it'd be really dim and cool and then bring a little lamp in and start like writing stories back there and I feel like my whole life that's I've craved those little spaces yeah um, but as you get older, you feel ridiculous making yourself like a blanket fort to write in. No, uh, what you've just described sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a little twinkle light. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I'd be all over that. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of, cause I was trying to dive back and be like, what have I always loved? And those were, that was one of the things that came up and I realized that I still love those kinds of things. Um, it's great. but I don't do them anymore cause it seems like, and it's so silly, but Yeah, where do we lose it? Where where has it, like, become, like, a frivolous
0: thing? Like, again, it's, like, now it's going, the repeating phrase in my head is, like, well, what's the point then? Mm -hmm. Like, and now it's maybe sounding a bit, like, hedonistic. Like, let's just seek pleasure at all costs. Like, (laughs) screw everything else. But, like, I mean, if we're not sort of diving after those, like, I want you to have your little tent Mm -hmm. with your Christmas lights
1: and stuff. But, I mean, beyond that, like... As an adult, I it's so strange, but it feels like you're not allowed to say, like, I enjoy sex. Yeah. But that's, you but that's a reality.
0: Well, I think there's two ways of looking at it, too. It's, it's either you're really, like, an extrovert about it and, yeah. like, do not give a shit and you talk about it. Yeah. Or, like, you're kind of, like, okay, that's my thing and, like, yeah. that's my private space. But uh, I do see a bit of a shift. I don't know, maybe it's kind of the younger women coming up. Um, seem to be owning it a little bit more and like mm-hmm. kind of demanding their right to
1: like. I mean, have you read what? Cosmo now compared no. to when we were young? No. Now? Is it all about seeking? It's shifted. That's it used to amazing. be here's like 15 ways to please your partner. Yeah. And now it's like here's 15 ways to please yourself. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. But I mean, even those influences, for that to be shifting. I'm so happy that, the, like, the next generation is going to grow up and, and prioritize those things. Yeah. And, like, learn about them.
0: Well, I think that's the other thing, too, is that there's not really... Well, it's a catch-22. There's the There's so much out there in terms of content if you want to, like, deep dive and learn about different... Sexual preferences or things like that which Mm -hmm. I mean is a bit probably overwhelming especially if you're younger and being like well This is what I'm getting into like hello internet um, but I don't know growing up. There wasn't a lot of Certainly no discussions with my parents about anything like this like that's way too weird And then even Mm -hmm. among friends it was always kind of like and and I do know that there are groups of of people that would That would freely talk about stuff like I don't know. I just never really found myself in that Mm -hmm. space um But yeah, I'm like, I'm very excited for sort of the more empowered woman. But then what do, what do, what do we do? Like the (laughs) 30-ish. I mean, I feel like that doesn't even
1: sound that old, but it's
0: like, well, now 30 to 40 for me here. But
1: yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the, I don't want to call it a problem, but maybe just issue that we're talking about. Yeah. Is that we we bracket ourselves in these age categories where we think we're too old to discover something. Yeah. Um, I can definitely say, and I am a person who's still really, sh- like, shy and introverted around sex, like, yeah. in terms of talking about it openly, but I can definitely say that in the last, let's say, five years, and that's being generous, probably closer to, like, two or three, Yeah, I've learned way more about myself in that realm, and, like learned how to enjoy it Yeah, in a way where it's not, it wasn't completely unenjoyable before, but it was a different kind of pleasure. Like, it was, it wasn't so much seeking something for myself as it was, like, seeking to feel like I performed a certain way or... Yeah. Or if other certain... person's
0: happy than yeah. I'm happy.
1: And that was one of the
0: speakers yesterday it was just like, oh no, whatever you want. And then yeah, I think it's, that's it's like taking
1: on a caregiver role in, in a sexual context. Yeah. And I mean that's been it's something we all probably have to undo. Yeah. To definitely. a certain degree. No. But I, I don't want to think that we're too old for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I must learn now. No, I think it's uh it's it's a. There's so much to dig into, and I, I, I'm hoping that with with the sort of... If we've got this wave coming up from behind us, that at least that doesn't sound right. The whoosh! Feel that air, the breeze. No, if I'm talking about the younger women who have their, you know, yeah. like they... Yeah. I just... Like, I just look at it, and maybe that's a generational, everybody feels that way. My, our parents yeah. must be looking back being like, wow, like, look at all yeah. the strides you're making, yeah. and then, the, you know, the 20-somethings, it's like, look at these crazy ladies. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that that's kind of a normal feeling, but um, it, it does feel like there's a shift. I think that there's something happening. I think people are starting to demand a little bit more um, realism and, like, authenticity, and I think mm-hmm. that could kind of help people be like, well, authentically, if I were to look at how I'm feeling in an an experience, like a Mm -hmm. sexual experience by myself or with my partner or whatever, if you're, if you're actually honest with yourself, is this what you want? Like, I don't even think I, you know, it's not something that I've really ever sat down and thought to do. Mm -hmm. Um, not to say that I'm not like, yeah, I don't know. I definitely... Have my alone time, have my time with my partner, mm-hmm. but I don't feel, I don't feel like it takes up as en- enough of my week, my day, yeah. that it, it should definitely be taking more space.
1: I also just wonder about how, like, it's one thing to have things that feel private and that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but um, I also wonder about the the fact that it's never talked about that way. like. Mm-hmm. I can easily talk about the fact that I love eating chocolate or that I love, I don't know, like foreign films, whatever it is you're into, like, and those things bring you pleasure in their own way. Yeah. And people are, don't seem to be ashamed to talk about those things. If anything, that's something, especially with social media, people are you're building a, a brand. You're, yeah. you're putting that into your brand. And unless your your social media presence is geared specifically at, like, being open about sexuality, I feel like that still remains something that people tend to be private about. Yeah. Um and I can't I can't always tell what is just keeping something private and what is a little bit of shame around it.
0: Yeah. Or just like kind of fumbling for for how to how to describe it. And I think um yeah, I think that the way that this the industry is built up around like pleasure is owned by an industry that is very like in your face. And if you're not in your face about it, then you don't belong here. And I think that that kind of shuts a lot of people out. Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, if you are looking at it from a self care lens, you're bringing, you can bring more people into a conversation about like, hey, you know, like, what do you do in your downtime? Like, what, what do you do to relax? What, what makes mm-hmm. you feel good? And those types of conversations can lead in a bunch of different ways. But one of them may be, well, actually, you know what, I would like to release some stress by, reconnecting with myself and yeah. like, I haven't, I don't know what I feel like. I don't know yeah. any of these things about myself, but I never thought that that applied to me because I just kind of treated that as like, well, it's a normal thing. I'll figure it out as I go and it's not something to kind of like study and learn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think the way that um, it's branded like sex and pleasure is branded very much as like a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if that's not kind of like where you feel comfortable positioning yourself yeah. it's sort of like well where do I even go to learn about anything like this like it's a there's a deep dark web where you <laughs> might find yourself like a bit lost in in the woods and not knowing who to call for help but like yeah. there's that option or I mean the way that like what do you do you go into a shop where like it's the windows are all covered in like whatever newspaper and like mm-hmm. there's neon signs pointing at the door and like hey here I am yeah um there's no place to actually kind of have a conversation with a normal person and I don't know I guess if you're lucky enough to have a group of friends that could kind of share tips and stuff
1: like that but I I remember my first time going into a sex shop as a kid as like a kid I was like a kid I was 15 (laughs) okay yeah and we were really curious and we went in and and there was like a salesperson who and I just remember being so intimidated like it wasn't um it wasn't it was we were just giggling the whole time. Like yeah. it was kind of a joke for us. But yeah. I I just remember them demonstrating all these different whoa <laughs> settings on different devices. And yeah. us just kind of like, our eyes were just, like, bulging out of our skull and not in a good way. Like, we were just kind of like, <laughs> what did we get ourselves into? How do we get I out of I feel like this? that's a bit of a, like, a misread
0: by the yeah. by the salesperson yeah. to not be like, these, or maybe they were trying to scare you to get you out of there. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I remember we go shopping on Queen Street, and there was, like, the condom shack that had, yeah. like, the two rabbits in the window. And so, like, that was definitely meant, like, it was a joke. Yeah. And I think for a certain age like up to a certain age, it's sort of it's you can laugh it off and be like, oh whatever, I'm just checking this mm-hmm. out. And then there's like this, <laughs> there's a kind of a cliff, and then it's like, nope, not for me. <laughs> yeah. And then the people that kind of do go the other way, like yeah, that's totally fine if you can own it or if mm-hmm. that's that's your lifestyle, then that's it's really easy to find something like that for mm-hmm. you. But yeah, I I remember going in to yeah condom shack. There was like misbehaving across mm-hmm. the street from a bar that I worked at, and there were like women on swings in the window, and I, like, thought that was super cool and kind of went in there, but, yeah, I just, I think what happens is when you go into those environments and you're surrounded by all of these things that do not apply to you, like, Mm -hmm. if you're just kind of, hi, I want to learn more about my body, and then it's like, whoa, check this section out, and that, like, way over the top, like, Yeah.
1: yeah, it's easy to feel intimidated and, like, where do you start, and it's easier to just kind of go, forget it, I'm out. It's wild, though. It's such a big part of everyone's life, ultimately, or not everyone is a huge generalization, but it's such a big part of so many people's lives. And... The continuation of the human species. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we, like, I mean, we have financial advisors and therapists and people who help us with, like, our makeup and our eyebrows, but we are, <laughs> we don't have an easy place to turn to to be like... Hey can you help me figure this out? I don't really know what's going on. Like- yeah well it's nobody
0: yeah nobody's brave enough right now. I don't mm-hmm. think to talk about it, but hopefully that's kind of where where we're going. I think it's a it's definitely it's definitely something that I think could be picked up in this whole self-care kind mm-hmm. of wave because mm-hmm. um, the more time you spend like listening to your body, the more in tuned you are with your overall needs. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it kind of tips into your mental stability and your, like, physical everything sort of mm-hmm. kind of comes together when you really can get quiet and sort of feel what you need to feel. Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, yeah. <laughs> to tie this all back, I guess, to the idea of pleasure as self-care, mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we've said tonight is more about the practice of dropping into your body and out of your head for a minute and maybe learning whether it's in or outside the bedroom, like, what what feels good for you. Yeah. Um, I can put it into the context of what I do for a living, which is movement classes, like, instruction and teaching movement and in the in that practice we often try to get people to close their eyes and drop into sensation and worry less about how things look and more about how things feel in your body mm-hmm. um, and to move in a way that feels instinctive and and good for your body and I think that can be said about everything like
0: yeah it sounds pretty applicable I think like I went and did one of your classes this week and I haven't been exercising at all in the last year and a bit and it was it was like very out of body and normally I would go to you know like get to get back into a gym routine it would be like going a good life and doing the class in the mirror with a million people and yeah it's easy to stay and live in your head and I think that's definitely something that I'm guilty of so sort of living life kind of seeking different sensations and then that surely will translate like if we don't have a place right now that's obvious to go to to get your answers um, or you're not comfortable going and asking for answers like it's a pretty sort of safe way to start like Mm -hmm. I'm in the shower and then there's hot water on my shoulder and I like the sensation of that or the coffee that's nice and smooth or
1: yeah absolutely my friend Rachel when she teaches often reminds us not to think of our bodies as brain taxis Huh? Um, <laughs> and I'm watching, like I'm visualizing myself, yeah, like, <laughs> and we often lead with our heads, mm-hmm. um, both like literally and figuratively. But um, I think that's when it comes to pleasure, like in every definition of the word, it's that it's the ability to drop into your body and remember that you're more than just a vehicle for your brain. Like, there's other sensations in your body besides the way you think.
0: Perfect. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to make a concerted effort to maybe, uh, see, I keep giving myself homework and then not really having, like, an accountability way of doing it. <laughs> so then it sort of, like, peters out by mm-hmm. Thursday. I'm like, what was the thing I was supposed to do this week? Oh, I was supposed to laugh more this week, which I have. <laughs> and I have been, like, even, like, fake laughing till, fake it till I make it laughing. So, like, when I'm feeling like I just can't get there, I yeah. will still just, yeah. So, yeah. um, but with this, I think that's a pretty easy um, easy thing to try and do. So, like, Mm. five different sensations that I, like, know that I like. I can, Mm. I can pay attention for that, I think.
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy. That's good homework. I'm gonna try it,
0: too. Okay, sweet. Well, good luck with it. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. That was awesome.
1: I've been waiting. I was so excited. Okay, let's record another one right away. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for listening this week um a bit of a saucy topic but I think um it's a really great um start to talking about things that are a little bit deeper and less um less kind of fluffy and on the surface because I think that's really where we need to go if we're going to truly care for ourselves so um I hope you have a great week exploring what makes you feel good and take care of yourselves bye